to have you the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Carrie, you see this one where Leah Thomas's teammate or teammates at UPenn, this just came out. Yeah, I was just reading that story. Oh, did you story. see it? Well, well yes. you know, if you have it there, do, do it for us because um, this blows okay, my let me mind. find it. All right. Oh. Um, I mean, I can paraphrase it if you don't have it right in front of you. Yeah, I... I don't worry okay, about here it. here we go. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I found it. Yeah, uh, again, this is from the Daily Mail. One of transgender swimmer Leah Thomas's former teammates at the University of Pennsylvania has bashed the school for making female athletes undress beside the six foot four biological male 18 times a week. Paula Scanlon, a former NCAA Division I swimmer, told lawmakers that university officials refused to hear complaints from the women athletes and instead said they should be, quote, re-educated. Whether to let trans women compete in women's sports is a frontline issue in America's culture wars between progressives and conservatives. It played out in the House Judiciary Committee on Thursday. It, you know, it, it just, it, it boggles them. I think about it. 18 times a week, they had to undress in front of this mm-hmm. person and he undressed in front of them. And one of these idiot Democrats today in this House committee said, well, why don't we do this where we build barriers where they can get a little more privacy and not dress in front of uh, in front of somebody's biological man. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe I'm stupid, but wasn't that the purpose of having separate locker rooms? Uh, yes. <laughs> why exactly do we have yes. separate locker rooms if a guy can undress and dress in the same locker room with women, might as well just have a unisex locker room and you've all got separate stalls. Because mm-hmm. I mentioned this before, they I played have baseball to be in high school. Yeah, no, can you imagine a re-education <laughs> camp is not a positive thing? No, it's never no. been in history a positive thing to have to get re-educated. It, it completely boggles my mind. All right, a couple of things that, that are on tap. People are calling in about this, about the transgender stuff. They're also calling in about uh, about the election stuff. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to um, Bob, who's in Boston. Bob, what's going on? Hi. Hi there. I'm getting whiplash from the arguments that the Democrats are making. Yes. The parents that you were just talking about are complaining that the government doesn't have a right to interfere with what they are deciding is the right gender-affirming care for their kids. Right. Yesterday, you've got the group of parents who are arguing, or rather the group of teachers who are arguing, parents don't even have the right to know if their kids want gender-affirming care. So which is it? That well, the parents have the right or the parents don't have the right. What's funny and about that is a lot of people will, will pretend like teachers are not the government. They are. So either you want the government all up in, up in your business and making all the decisions for you, or you don't want them in your business at all, make a decision about that. And you're right. Their, their inconsistencies will make your face hurt if you're not following along and realizing what it is they're trying to do. They've got one agenda, and they will lie about how to get to the, the, the end that they want to get to um, as long as they get you in line. So you're right. The government should, should get out of our business if it's this. The government should be in our business if it's that. The, the parents uh, should be involved if it's this. The parents should not be able to know about it if it's that. So it, again, it's, it's consistent. And you know this, Bob, because you're a smart guy. It's consistent and they know what end they want to get to. What's inconsistent is the means and they don't, they don't care. That's right. That's right. It's just the ends and they will lie their way to get there. And if it wasn't for double standards, they have no standards at all. 100%. Bob, great call from Boston. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me go to, um, let me see, line four is Ralph in Florida. Ralph, what's going on? Hi. Joe, hi. Thank you for a very informative and entertaining show. I listen to you every chance I get. Thank you. Um, All of this nonsense that we're seeing, in my opinion, is a result of 
a stolen election in 2020. And I think you would agree with me on that. Yes. Um, I want to read you something that I wrote the day after the election. It was the night of the election and all through the land that the ballots rolled in in the back of large trucks and vans. Not a Republican was stirring. They were all escorted out. This won't be like last time, screamed Hillary with a shout. The cardboard was taped on the windows with care to make sure that the poll watchers could not see in there. Joe sat on a toilet, a Liberty Bell turned upside down, while smug-faced Kamala watched Trump's numbers go down. Right, Ralph, I appreciate you, brother. I had no idea you were going to read a big long <laughs> Sam, do we know that Ralph was going to read a big long poem? No, and the rule kind of is if you have something that's going to take a long time, we're just going to have to skip it, unfortunately. I, I love, about it. Yeah, I mean, I love Ralph like a brother. I'll be honest with you. It sounded like it was going to be a lot of fun. Now somebody's sitting on a toilet and somebody's uh, taking a dump in the Liberty Bell or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Carrie? I mean, I, I love Ralph. Yeah, yeah. Ralph's a good a little, guy. It's been a long-winded. Give us a, a, a heads-up. If we had more time, maybe maybe send us the poem. We'll take a look at it. There and you see go. If, you see if it's arable. I mean, it's not like you're starting to go there. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to go there. Yeah, I know. Before we run out of time, before we do pop culture, do me a favor. Just give me the fat con. Am I fat okay. enough to go to fat con or not? I don't know. Uh, from the blaze, a fat person convention, also known as FatCon, will be the first of its kind, hosted at Temple University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The October 2023 Fat Focus Convention told the Philadelphia Inquirer the event will be better than just providing buzzwords like body positivity and body neutrality. We're not into the buzzwords because we've seen how it affects and impacts people. It makes people feel either included or excluded. And the idea of the convention, according to operators, is to help fat people navigate this fat focus world and society in a different way. Now, the convention will include fat-centric fitness classes such as Curves and Stilettos okay. hosted by an alleged professional dancer mm-hmm. and they can also take part in Twerk Lesk. Oh. It's a class focused on celebrating jiggles, rolls, and culture. They're celebrating unhealthy No, 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 no. no. I, I just decided <laughs> I've canceled my ticket. I will not be going to FatCon. It just it sounds ridiculous, but you know, here we are holding up on high people who are not living a healthy lifestyle and we're pretending like it's somehow normal. And if you say what I just said, I'm somehow fat phobic. Pop culture. Boop. Dirty pop. Makes no sense. Polo, what's going on? Talk to me. So I have to follow that. That's great. Yes, a TorqueCon. Yes. Torquing twerking away, yes. Twerking. So President Biden may be um, the person who can help solve this this Hollywood strike. Okay. Ow. Well, he was supposed to be gearing up for uh, a big campaign, you know, thing that they're going to do in L.A. Yeah. But because of the, the whole situation that's going on right now, they've canceled it or they're they're putting it off until the strike is over. There you go. They're gonna they're gonna solve it. Biden for, to the rescue. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna end anytime soon. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show. It's